0: The overarching principle, God has always been pleased, whether it be Old Covenant, New Covenant, ethnic Israel or spiritual Israel, according to the promise, you and I who are in Christ today, whether it be on this side of Calvary or before Calvary or even before Mount Sinai and the giving of the law on tablets of stone through Moses, whether it be with Adam and Eve in the garden, all throughout human history until the very end of time, God, if we want to simplify it as much as possible, what pleases God? The answer is, God has always been pleased with true faith in his Christ, his son, that expresses itself in obedience to his law, whether that be obedience to the moral law, the civil law, or even the ceremonial law. So, Ceremonial sacrifices under the old covenant were not pleasing to God in and of themselves. But when Old Testament saints, those who were actually regenerate, offered that lamb or that bull or that goat or that grain in faith, knowing, in essence, saying, I'm offering you a bull today, Lord, and I know that this bull in and of itself and its blood is Radically insufficient to atone for my sin. AKA, it does not please you. Not in the true sense of pleasing you. Not in the ultimate sense. This animal sacrifice that I am offering today is not enough to atone for my transgressions. I have sinned against the holy God. And the the blood of an animal will not ultimately atone for the iniquity of a man. Let me say that again. The blood of an animal does not atone for the iniquity of a man. That's not a crazy concept. Think about that. If if you're arrested and caught and tried and found guilty for being a serial killer... God forbid you went into a school and you shot several human beings made in the image of God and you're found guilty by a fair trial and, and a, judge, a, a judge and a jury of your peers and you're sentenced, if it's just, it should be a life, uh, not a life sentence, but it should be capital punishment, life for a life. That would be the just punishment. You die, you die. If you go to the judge then and say, I understand, I did the crime I must atone for my sins, I have Rufus here, my terrier, and I would like to offer him up in my stead as a propitiation for my sin, to satisfy the wrath of the public and the families whose loved ones I shot down in cold blood, accept my sacrifices, a fragrant aroma and pleasing in your sight. like I mean it's it, we're all smiling and giggling as I'm you know doing the kids it's it's ridiculous it's ridiculous of course your your boston terrier and and his little life is not equivalent to the crime that was committed with the children that you shot in a school in in this illustration no it's it, it has to be your life it has to be a human life And if we can see the disparity in that standard, a a man commits murder and, and then tries to offer his dog as a sufficient atonement for his sin. If we can see the disparity, do you think God sees the disparity? You think God recognizes, yeah, this is not enough to satisfy justice. Well, the, the, the illustration I just gave, my point is this. The illustration I just gave, the reason we're laughing is because it doesn't even satisfy your justice. And your justice is perverse. You are not as holy as God. I am not as holy as God. If you're in Christ and you're being sanctified by the Spirit and through His Word, your justice and sense of justice, standards for justice, is objectively getting more just. It's getting better. It's improving. But it pales still. The most sanctified saint on earth, their sense of justice still pales in comparison to God's justice. That's what I mean when I say your justice is perverse. I'm speaking comparatively. Our understanding of justice, the most holy and sanctified among us, our sense of justice still in comparison to the thrice holy God's perfect standard for justice, our sense of justice is perverse. And if our sense of justice, as perverse as it may be, still scoffs at the illustration that I presented of the blood of a dog atoning for the murder of a man, then what do you think God felt about sacrifices and offerings of bulls and goats? Well, how did God feel about this, as it were? Our text today tells us sacrifices and offerings you have not desired. Big news. Really big news. Our next Right Response Conference is in the works. We've got a number of things already lined up and organized. This is what we've got so far. The whole conference, three days long on post-millennialism and theonomy. And the speakers, Dr. James White, Dr. Joseph Boot, Gary DeMar, And of course, yours truly, Pastor Joel Webbin. We've got a great lineup. We've got great topics. If you want to find out dates and location and registration and anything else, go and visit our website, rightresponseconference.com. rightresponseconference.com. Thanks so much for listening. But real quick, before you go, do us a small favor, take a moment, and leave us a five-star review if you enjoyed the show. This is undoubtedly